What's up, horror nerds, and welcome to another episode of The Terror Table, a horror movie podcast that is presented by the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. I'm Mitch, and I'm one of your regular co-hosts, and today I am joined by my two co-hosts, Kyle and Boozy, to close out our series on Sasquatch movies with a discussion on Exists from 2014. But before that, the three of us share some recommendations of flicks that we've checked out recently, and then we delve into Exists. We also offer up a spoiler warning. Uh, so if this is a movie that you want to hear us talk about a little bit, and you might decide for yourself if you want to check it out, it is available on Shutter. so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, every time we finish a series, we tend to toss in a little fun and random one-off episode in between serieses, and uh, next, week is, next week's episode may be the most random yet. Boozy, Kyle, and myself have each picked an episode from Season 1 of Goosebumps to talk about next week. The episodes we, we have chosen are Return of the Mummy, Night of the Living Dummy 2, and Say Cheese and Die. So this is going to be a super fun episode, and we would love to hear from you guys, our listeners. So send us an email to theterratable at gmail.com and tell us about your favorite or not-so-favorite memories with the Goosebumps series. Uh, it can be regarding the books, the show, or the movies. Just send us a message and join the conversation. But until then, enjoy this wet ass episode of the Terror Table. I said, certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pullout game weak. So I tells him, you know, if you don't like WAP, you're just bad at fucking. You know what I mean? Get that wet ass pussy. <laughs> Welcome back to the terror table for another episode on a Sasquatch movie. This is our last Sasquatch episode for uh, the foreseeable future until they start making better ones. Yeah, I feel um, like we could do Squatch season two next year. We will. Well, of course, yeah. we're, like all of these series that we do, we're going to do them again with different picks. That's because we're not that original. Yeah. Or yeah. We're, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> they were fucking dumbasses. Uh, but we are back. Uh, this voice you're hearing is Mitch. Who do I got with me? Well, you got Kyle. And you got Boozy. Hell yeah. Whole, the whole, the whole gang. gang whole gang is here. Holla. Holla. Um, how you guys been? Oh, man, I've been pretty good. I feel like I've been busy lately. I feel like I'm, I've been enjoying the outdoors a lot. Maybe mm-hmm. it's this what? kind of Sasquatch energy. What could you have been busy doing? Like, I know you're taking a summer class, right? Your boy's in school. I don't know, man. You know, I get out and about. I go for have walks you, around the river. I, have um, you been doing any tree knocking or hooping at night? By any no. chance? Okay. Kyle, are you still that guy playing that Pokemon game where you go out with your phone trying to find Pokemon? Uh, I will not confirm or deny. Real hey, that, that, real, that game's re- fun once in a while. Real question. Real question. Do you still have it installed in your phone? Of course I do. Come on, I'm not a psychopath. Who deletes it? <laughs> All right, so we're talking about exists today. <laughs> but uh, so we're talking about Eduardo Sanchez's exists from 2014. But before that, let's do our normal our normal bullshit and talk about what we've been up to since uh, the last episode. Have you guys watched any movies? On my normal bullshit, <laughs> I have not. But Mitch, I know you have. I've watched tons. Have you watched tons again, Boozy? I got two things. Okay, I got a lot. Maybe I'll maybe I'll save some for next week. But um, do you guys want me to lead it off? Yeah, might sure. as well. All right, I checked out La Llorona on oh. Shutter. So this is not the Curse of La Llorona or whatever right. the fuck 
Is that what that movie was called? That's I did called. see that. Yeah, that's uh, like it's like loosely uh, like Conjuring Universe thing. Is that correct? Yeah, that one There's is. There's another it, one? No, this one is not. This one. Uh, so this one is actually it's it's a Shutter exclusive, and yeah. it is a Spanish film. It was filmed in Guatemala. Um, oh. But uh, what you have here, so yeah, this one came out, it's brand new, it's just added to Shudder, I think, last Friday. Uh, the synopsis is, an aging paranoid dictator protected by, protected by a witchcrafting wife faces death and the uprise of his people in Guatemala. Um, so this is a movie that, it follows the trial of a warlord and his family as he's accused of genocide in Guatemala. Uh, this warlord, warlord has fallen ill and he is barricaded in his home. Uh, with his family and their help as the Guatemalan protesters move in outside of his house. Um, so that's a really interesting take on wow. a horror movie or even like a, a, any type of curse or a haunting or any type of paranormal type of horror. Uh, you wouldn't expect a movie like this. So it's definitely definitely wasn't what I was expecting. The movie's very light on scares, uh, but it's heavy on the drama and the tone. I think it's slow paced and it's it's metaphorically haunting. It's a metaphorically haunting tale that ends with a pretty wicked gut punch. I really dug it, but I'd be hard pressed to actually call it a horror movie. It's just more so just a it's just a good movie. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So I recommend checking cool. it out. But the thing is, it is it's not like don't go into this expecting scares. Like, honestly, I, I don't think I can. There's maybe there's a couple like there's some imagery that you could consider horror. But uh Otherwise, it's it's just more so a haunting tale, and I think the La Llorona, like I'm I'm now more well versed in that because of that uh, pile of filth that came out last year. Um, <laughs> this is a much 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 better version of that. Uh, overall, I really dug it, but uh, it's definitely if you're looking for some hardcore scares, this isn't where you want to. This is, isn't the one you want to check out. So, how similar is this film to The Curse of La Llorona? Like, what is like? Is it black and white? It's okay, completely gotcha. different. Yeah, it's completely That's kind different. Of interesting. It, like, is it sort of like a spiritual thing? Like, is there like spirits at play, or like what's kind of? Yeah, guess, it's it's definitely spirits, and you know, they they like as far as the horror goes, they you deal with uh, like sounds in the house or uh, characters seeing things that may or may not be there. Um, but overall, it's just it's a really cool dissection of the La Llorona tale, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. But she Only a little bit. is basically a ghost that uh, she haunts the people who were responsible for drowning her two children. And this movie offers up a really, really interesting twist on that story. Hmm. And that's that's what made me like it a lot overall is the ending of the movie. And I, like, I don't want to give anything away, but it's just... I just thought it was really well put together and very well acted. I was entertained from front to back, but it's definitely a slow-paced chiller. It's definitely a, it's a it's a chiller. <laughs> Were you chill the whole time? Yeah, this looks no. cool. This kind of looks up my alley. I think I might. I this. Yeah, I definitely think you you would uh, you'd get some enjoyment out of it. It's re- it's pretty cool. I I I dug it. So uh, yeah, that's La Llorona. I checked out a bunch of other stuff, but I want to hear from you, Boozy. What have you checked out? Uh, I watched, I don't know if this was recently added because I haven't, I've been kind of using Tubi for the most part, but I watched Our House on Netflix. Oh, nice. I've I've seen that movie. Is it new or no? 
It's from like I like we talked about that. Like I talked about that at our last studio space. <laughs> really? Huh. Yeah. Okay. So, but so a different era. I'm pretty sure it's 2017. But I remember, yeah, you guys made that same joke that Kyle just made. The our house in the middle. Yeah. Of okay, the now it's starting to come back. I had to. I had yeah. to. This it's, it's an easy T-ball on that one. Honestly. Yeah. I'm guessing it was a boozy movie. Yeah, actually, I like I liked a lot of it. I, I thought um, it was kind of smart with the story it was telling that it wasn't like your typical summoning of a demon. You know, like yeah. I, I appreciated that they were thinking of some actual very cool ideas. Um, the spirits are kind of weird. Um, they like yeah, that's just, what I remember because it's kind of CG CGI though, correct? Yeah, but like the the ghosts almost have like a. a stink cloud around them like they're yes. linus from the peanuts do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> I know exactly. oh yeah yeah from peanut from like charlie brown peanuts <laughs> yeah. yes. wait do you mean, are you talking about pig pen is it pig pen oh who, pig what pen. does linus do he always has a blanket you know that's his oh, okay thing. never mind never mind i'm yeah. sure that stinks too but, but honestly, honestly, yeah so this movie has uh, Th- Thomas Mann in it, who seems like something someone that uh, Kyle would be well familiar with. He plays Greg in Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. He definitely does. He's also in the Stanford Prison Experiment. Good yeah. Uh, Project X, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, Kong, Skull Island, shout this out guy. Kong. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Uh, there was someone else who's in it. That Okay, this I continue. Canadian, I think this is a Canadian film, isn't it? Am I totally out to lunch? I think it might be. I think Anthony Scott. Canada, Burke. country of origins. Yeah, Canada. Yeah, it was. I've oh yeah, it was filmed in Ontario. Before. Yes, I've heard. It. I've never. I don't know. I've. I just. Re- I'm being reminded about it right now, but I definitely remember when this was like coming out. Are you okay, looking cool. at it on IMDb right now, Kyle? I'm on Letterbox. <laughs> okay, because I don't know if the the poster there. There's a really cool poster for it. I think it was on Netflix for a while. It was either Netflix or Amazon because I watched it on one of those. Well, I watched and, it on uh, Netflix. It, what you watched it on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, oh. there you go then. So it's still there. Um, but there's two posters for it. And uh, there's one that looks like the stink demon that Boozy's talking about. Yes. That one is not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the alternate, the other poster, I really like. It's oh, pretty cool. cool. Oh, that's neat. I always, yeah. um, I like to give love even to uh, films that I'm not super familiar with. If they're made by Canadian homies, then shout out. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, so our, our it's, house it's of- fun. Do you want to? Do you want me to read off the synopsis, or do you want to kind of give the listeners an idea of what it is? Well, you, you do it. You usually read our synopsis. A young genius accidentally invents a device that amplifies the paranormal activity within his family's house, possibly bringing back the spirits of loved ones and unleashing things far worse. So it's basically white noise too. Actually, no, there is a white noise too. There, I think there's white noise too. No, this movie's super fun. It's very creative. Um, it's very ambitious. I, I like it. I liked a lot of it. Um, this isn't like this isn't an amazing for me, but I, I think it's a really solid movie, and I, I would say uh, check it out. Yeah, cool, sweet, sweet. It's got, so that. It's got some extra storylines in it, which I, I really like. It's kind of got a couple layers to that. It, you know, the ogres and the onions. Fucking right. Uh, cool. So that is our house. Uh, so that's a recommendation from Boozy. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Next one is a movie that I tried to get Boozy to come over to watch, but uh, I don't know why he decided not to. But he decided not to join me on the adventure of watching Metamorphosis. Not to be confused once With again. Hillary Duff, the, album, stu- of course. the yeah. studio album by Hillary Duff, which <laughs> featured songs such as featured songs such as "So Yesterday," "Come Clean." Uh, anywhere but here, the math, the math. 
the math. Yeah, the math is a good one. That's party, one of my part, What do you think about Party Up? Were you a Party Up fan? Nah, not when I found its tracks. I mean, look if you at, can't do if you can't do the math, get out of the equation. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But also, just look at the Photoshop job of that Hillary Duff Metamorphosis album cover. If you ever. <laughs> Yo, I don't. I don't even need to look it up. I got it printed in my brain. That shit's Hell messed yeah. up. It looks yeah. so bad. I used to have a. I had a poster of her on my door when I was a kid that had her. She's like hitting up. She's like sitting on a bunch of haystacks. What? Yeah. All right. It's pretty weird. That is but, a little weird. I recently I'm, saw a like a you know like those full print T shirts where it's like one image on a whole shirt. Does that make sense? Yeah. I saw one of those at Value Village and it was just Hillary Duff's face, like on like I don't know, maybe like leaning on a school locker. Kind of wanted to buy me? it. Yet here you are wearing the same CFCR shirt every what? Tuesday when we you record. You didn't buy it. <laughs> what I is wrong with it's you? Too, it's too small. It wasn't practical, you know. No, I, f- I always felt that like you could wear a little bit of a tighter shirt, Kyle. That's probably true. <laughs> you Honestly, could use to to wear a tighter shirt, you know. If, if I uh, if I listen to WAP a few more times, you know I'm pulling the the tight shirt out. Oh man! Okay, before I get on to metamorphosis, what do you guys actually think about WAP? I fuck hard with WAP, big time. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's, revolution, man. It's taken it's over. It's stuck in my head all week. Okay, I gotta tell you specifically macaroni in a pot that's yep. my favorite line it makes yeah. so much sense too honestly and well because i know is, yeah <laughs> when you when you think of vaginas you think or when you sorry when you think of wet ass pussies you think of macaroni in a pot but it's the sound it makes sense like kyle can can you say the i, I heard mitch say it so i need you to say it because okay, you're covering before, your mic with your hand <laughs> before i say it though um the first time I listened to it, I wasn't sure what it actually stood for because I heard the censored version first. Wet, wet and cushy. Oh, yeah, wet and gushy, which in my opinion is honestly more uh, explicit, really. Um, but yeah, in a I'm weird a huge, way, it's grosser. Big fan of wet ass pussy for the record. Huge fan. Ten out of ten. Wet ass pussy. There, we've all said it. That's a five with a heart, if there ever was. Okay, back to Metamorphosis. So, <laughs> so this is a new Korean exorcism possession film directed by Hong Soon Hong Soon Kim. Uh, this is another Shutter exclusive, and this one is sorry. I'm just pulling up the IMDb here. An evil spirit that cha- that changes faces infiltrates one family, placing one brother in danger while the other tries to save him. Uh, so this is like a. It's a really, really interesting take on an exorcism story. And as a fan of exorcism films and pretty much any type of... I've always been attracted to religious horror uh, as a person who grew up Catholic and, you know, with fear of God in me. Uh, this stuff, it, it always tends to... It, it's been less effective for me in the last couple of years. Uh, but this one was wicked. Like, so cool. Uh, so... This one, it's it, like it has one of the wildest I- introductions to a movie I've seen in a while. Uh, even Boozy, like he texted me, he's like, "What are you up to?" And I was like, "Just watched the wildest first seven minutes of a movie I've possibly ever seen." And then, like Courtney and I were like, "Let's pause it and invite Boozy over." But then he ended up not coming over. It's fine. I'm just a little bitter. Um, oh, <laughs> but you that, sound it. You sound every inch of that. Yeah, but that that intro man is fucking crazy, and it shows you exactly what you're in for. It definitely does, like, the the pace slows down a little bit, but uh, it's a wild-ass exorcism movie that revolves around a demon that can transfer between members of this family. Uh, it, can't, it can not only physically harm them, but it emotionally toys with them all as well. 
And I feel like this is kind of a continuation of the Exorcist TV show. So not mm. like it's not obviously a direct con- like it's not canon, but it's very similar to if there's any fans out there of the Exorcist TV show, like I know Boozy and I were. Uh, this is it has a lot of that in it, and I I definitely recommend it for people who are looking for a you know a little bit of a different take on an exorcism story. I I just thought it was really cool. Courtney and I really liked it. And uh, it, it is familiar, but yet it feels it feels fresh. But one thing that had me it had me thinking is I would love to see this guy get his hands on a budget and a Constantine remake. Ooh. Like this is the kind of guy who I'd like to see making a Constantine remake. Um, oh. So or if they were ever to go down that route, or if, I, I would love to see Shutter do like a Constantine series, like more like faithful to the comics and everything, rather than the Keanu Reeves movie, which I know lots of people really like. I actually haven't seen it in a long time, but. I just always I wasn't I was never like a huge fan of that movie. That movie's uh, pretty good. Friend of the show, Colin Sean. That's like his favorite movie. Actually, he's like, oh really? I know. Well, Cor- Courtney watched it while we were recording like three weeks ago, and she oh, yeah. loved, she loved it. I, re- I the only thing I remember from it is it has like an awesome opening, and Shia LaBeouf is in it. You're right. And, like yeah, the yeah, opening yeah, yeah. rules, and then the rest of it. I just I think it might have been like boring for a 13 year old Mitch, maybe. I'm I pretty could... sure the soundtrack was like a bop too. Yeah, it was a bop. I remember the Constantine soundtrack. I, I remember a Perfect Circle being on there. Yep, Perfect Circle. I'm pretty sure Deftones is on there as well. Hell yeah! I'm okay, then we sure. get a pass. Then I, I, I haven't feel, seen it. I feel like there's a pretty good chance that, or uh, like it's not unlikely that Shudder would make a series like that. I feel like a Constantine series it should happen. I don't see why not. Yeah. Well, either way, I watched uh, I watched three foreign films on Shutter this week that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about them all today, and uh, I haven't even talked about my favorite one yet. So, Boozy, have you watched anything else? Uh, I I believe we've both watched this one. If you want to talk about it, because you were hyping oh, it up. So. No, what what did we watch together? Blackwater Abyss. Oh shit! Oh, so we watched it separately, but so you uh, did but, watch it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. Uh, you, you, you take had it. Me sold right. All right. Director Andrew Trauke, who I believe is an Australian director. He also directed the original. So we're talking about Blackwater Abyss, which is like a a light, a loose sequel to Blackwater, which was, I believe it came out in 2002 or 2003. I think it was, wasn't it 2007? Maybe. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was 2007 because it was when I was working at Roger's Video. Because mm-hmm. that was back in the day when I was watching all of those like nature run amok movies or any type of B level horror movies that came in. Like I watched that like Ed Gein movie that had uh, <laughs> Kane Hodder in it. Like I'd watch it. Like we would all watch those movies in half an hour breaks. Like we, we'd watch them in half an hour increments in the back while we're on break. <laughs> uh, did you but ever I, watch that uh, Renner Dahmer movie? Yes, I did. Oh yeah, yeah that was a that good. That was actually really bad, good. Yeah. Yeah, that as far like as far as like there was the Renner Dahmer one, and then there was a uh, Ed Gein one that was uh, Ge- yeah, I think it was no, no, sorry, not Ed Gein, uh, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, they put like one. a shitload of those all at the same time. Yeah, but he, there was only a couple of them that were actually good, and mm-hmm. uh, Dahmer was actually good from what I remember, and uh, I remember Gacy being very disturbing for a young boy like myself when I watched it. But either way, Blackwater was one of those ones that. I thought it was going to be a shitty crocodile movie, which, you know, I, I eat that shit up. I uh-huh. always have. So I was 17 years old and I was watching it on my break um, in the back of Roger's video. And I was like, this movie is kind of awesome. So I ended up taking it home that night and I watched it and I loved it. 
And then he also directed The Reef, which is an underrated Great White Shark film. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I really like The Reef. But yeah, I really like a, this director, honestly. Yeah, I do too. But so what did you think of Blackwater Abyss, Boozy? Um, so this one is, I, there's not much. You, it's the same type of shit that you come to expect with these nature run amok movies. Some young, good looking people get trapped in a place where there is a creature a lurking. I would say it's a better version of 47 Meters Down Uncaged. I think it really did a good job of um, making you in tight locations. Uh, There was one particular scene in kind of, uh, what would it be, like a tunnel way, like a long one, and using like a flashlight and stuff. And I think it's some of the best ideas that you would see in something like, like The Descent. I'm assuming it gets compared to that quite a bit. Yeah, it's it's taking that idea of a a cave system and you being stuck in there and there's not just one problem. There's like four or five. I I think that was a really uh, it was a really good movie. Everything looked really good to me and I had a lot of fun watching it. Sweet. Um, I didn't. But uh, I think I'm just I'm pretty sure I've just I feel like maybe I'm being a spoiled brat now because I feel like I've been spoiled by crawl. And like the pool, which obviously I shouldn't be comparing a movie like Crawl that probably had a much bigger budget. Um, Easily. But the thing that's good, the positive is about Blackwater Abyss is that he, this director, he's so good at not showing you the crocodile or the animal and still making it tense. Um, I think that's the best part of the movie. But at the same time, now in 2020, it seems like they might need to do a little bit more to keep modern audiences attention retained and that but at the same time if you say you liked it that just goes to show it's working for you it just it didn't work as well for me i think out of his out of the three movies that i mentioned there blackwater the reef and this uh it's my least favorite of his but i definitely don't think it's i don't think it's a bad movie um i just kind of feel like it's it it lost steam like halfway through and i had trouble caring about like i just am tired of watching characters cry on rocks you know, like there's a lot of a lot of that, and you I need, just, you you need them crying other places exactly. Or I I need to have some reason to care about them even slightly. I know that you know you, you don't need to care about every like we're going to talk about exists today. Like yeah. I don't care about those characters. Like well, sometimes kind of- you just want to see them get annihilated. But the thing is, in a movie like Blackwater or The Reef, you don't you don't get those magnificent payoffs. Like there's never like crazy kills. Like there's. There's a couple like pretty vicious moments in in uh, Abyss, but uh, it never fully gets. I, I just don't feel like it earns its hour and a half runtime. Right. Well, you know, you know what they say: crying is kind of like location. It's all about real estate. You know. Very true, Kyle. Very true. I've never heard anyone in my life even sniff that uh, comment, <laughs> but sure. I don't know. I'm just looking at the Black Water. What is what revival? What is it called? Black Water Abyss. Abyss on uh, Letterbox, and this shit looks pretty wild. This looks it's, funny. I like it. I like it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm big, and I don't like, know. Said, I'm big into the nature run amok stuff. So this is right up my alley. I, yeah, I knew. I'm surprised I knew it didn't hit for you, honestly. I think yeah. I really also just fucking hated the ending. Uh, so I'm not going to spoil anything, but I really hated the ending, and. Uh, but once again, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, I think I might, it might also be because I've been on a streak of watching, like, at least, like, all the movies I've been watching have been pretty fucking great lately. So this one just, like, not, this one being at the bottom of the pile, did, it's not, it's not like a, it's even a bad movie. It's just not as good as the other stuff I've been watching. So it's like, you know, I'm just less excited about it. 
Well, but, uh, All yeah, right, so that's... well, uh, fuck you, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Blackwater Abyss gets a thumbs up from uh, Boozy. I say Ew. wait for Tubi. Hey. I don't think it's a Tubi film. I don't think. Oh, so. are you kidding me? This has Tubi written all over it. All of these are, dude. Tube something being on Tubi isn't a bad thing. American Honey's on the front page of Tubi. That's like, there's movie. so there's so many great movies on Tubi. You just choose to only watch the shit. Yeah, so I, th- shit. I think it's a, it's a job. I, I clock in. I do my work. I, I work diligently. And yeah, you're then doing I the Lord's work. Myself to sleep. Tubi.com. Yeah. What do we got rolling on here right now? <laughs> All right, I got two left, and Kyle, I want you to pay attention for this one. Um, okay. And this one, I'm going to give a shout-out to our boy John Allison, because he reminded me of it. It's a film that's been on my radar for a long time now. I know he showed it at the festival a couple of years ago. I think it would have been 2014. Um, and he had told me, he'd mentioned that he thinks I would really like it, and he thought that Courtney would really like it as well. So on Saturday night, Courtney and I sat down, fired up. Shudder has been killing it for us lately. Like Out of all the movies I'm talking about today... The only one that wasn't on Shutter was Blackwater Abyss. But I am talking about Nina Forever. Nina Forever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have, you, have you ever heard Hold of on. it, Kyle? I have never heard of this, no. All right, so it's from 2015. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> yeah, and the synopsis is suicidal Rob starts dating a colleague at the supermarket, but whatever, what, whenever they have sex, his dead girlfriend Nina pops up. So oh it's God. a comedy drama horror and yeah, so this is just a bizarre comedic concept that is played with a straight face, which is what makes it comedic. Uh, I think the like the nudity in this movie is extremely gratuitous. Uh, that since I guess the story does revolve around how a couple is trying to find a way around how every time they have sex, his dead girlfriend crawls out of the mattress as a crooked, bloody, messed up corpse, ready to pick up where they left off. Could um, she not like? Could, could they not just throw out the mattress? Like, is she just no, haunting okay, the mattress? Like, just no, just she's haunting. Get rid of it. She's ha- she's haunting. Like, I don't want to give anything away, but she's just that's how that's how she first appears. Is she crawls out of the mattress? So imagine you're, you know, imagine you're you're uh, getting down and dirty in that wop, and <laughs> <laughs> and like some bloody hands just ankle deep in wop. <laughs> And some bloody hands reach their way through the mattress, and it's the corpse, a, a moving corpse of homeboy's ex-girlfriend. Or not even ex-girlfriend. She she died while they were together. But yeah, man, like the the first appearance of the dead girlfriend and how she acts is phenomenal horror. I thought that that scene was just fucking amazing. Anyways, like I don't it's just the way that the shot is framed up and the way that the character the characters are talking to each other and how they're reacting to the situation. I was like, "Holy fuck, this is brilliant." Like it's so good. And uh the thing that I took away from this movie, like after finishing and reading up on it a little bit more, is that man, people are all over the place in terms of accepting the movie. Like I know there are some people who think it's a straight up masterpiece, and then there are a lot of people online who think it's just garbage. And I don't think it's either of those things. I just think it's a really good comedy horror. But the reason why it's such the comedy works so well is because it's treated so seriously, and it's just like it's so it's it's. Honestly, the the negatives that I would have to say about it is at times it's even it's a little too disturbing and strange for me, like someone who's like kind of seen wow. everything. Like it, it it goes in places that I was very uncomfortable with. 
Um, I know Courtney was very uncomfortable. Like those are things I don't, I don't say that often, but I guess I just don't like blending dead bodies with sex and nudity. That's just a thing for me, oh. I guess. And you've, and you've watched Martyrs at least twice. Exactly. And I've seen De- the dead girl. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen that, but I want to do that on the show at some point. Like no, that's a, it's a very interesting movie about that. Like, this looks pretty interesting though. Nina forever. This looks pretty wild. This, um, it's, this it's is one on that I've watched list. Yeah, I'm very. It's one that I I thought about you while I was watching it, not because there was, um, you know, you were a dead corpse. About, and, it'd be like to fuck my dead corpse. You were just exactly about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it just it's it seems like something that you uh, you it would be kind of up your alley. Boozy, oh, not so much. Cool. I, I could see Boozy very much not I'm, being in. I'm looking at the the pictures on uh, the computer here, and I, I I don't know about this. I don't Boozy, know. <laughs> I, the, the only the only chance I could. The only way I could convince Boozy to watch this is to say, like, there are tons of boobs, like tons, <laughs> tons of boobs, like Boozy, more like booby. Like, yeah, like I don't know. Like, I think I think a certain after a certain amount of boobage, uh, it kind of takes away from the movie experience because you're you're like, what's the story? All I'm getting is areola. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell those all this time. <laughs> um. No, I'm looking at these uh, letterbox reviews, and yeah, you're right, Mitch. Like people are uh, either like wholeheartedly in love with this, or um, pretty mixed, or downright hate it. Actually, yeah. So, I know. Yeah, I definitely honestly, a movie like that always kind of gets me excited, whether I end up hating it or not. Like that's kind of uh, that, that's that's a interesting watch for me. I'm way more excited when I see a mixed mixed reviews than all positive or all negative. That's always where I get excited, especially when it's generating reactions out of people. And this movie is going to do that for people. It already has. It's been out for years now. I definitely recommend checking it out, but like understand that it's it's not an it's not a easy watch because it's it's very uncomfortable at times. And uh Courtney even did say the words at one time. She like she said out loud. She's like, "Jesus Christ, John, what kind of shit are you into?" <laughs> well, I mean, he loves Jellicati, so like true. But that, that's that's much different. Like honestly, I would yeah, no, this is still easier to watch than that in a weird way. <laughs> I think it's yeah. I like animals more than people. That's why, guys. I, uh, I might be you know this Tubi thing you keep talking about. I don't now know. that I've now that I've been talking about Shutter so much, you're like, oh, maybe I will get on Tubi. Well, <laughs> well, I do like Shutter. They just fucked me that one time I wanted to watch Audition, but I'll get over it. You know, but Tubi has Sabrina the animated series, so I'm happy to report that. That's I true. just want to say that it, it started with Mitch. He loved it. I finally got on board. I love it. Still love it. Eat. Hmm. Just just dip your feet in a little bit. Just have it as yeah. an option, you fucking idiot. It's free. They, they also have the hang the the hungover games. Sorry. Yeah. It's it's free. What do you want? And, you and Stan Helsing. Movie. And, and derailed. Let's not forget. Yeah. Derailed. And also the original Frozen. <laughs> anyway. And Stepfather. That's one a great three. movie. Uh, the Stepfather Adam, three. Adam Green's Frozen is really good. I've heard I've okay. heard it's a pretty fun watch. Actually, yeah, Frozen. It's, it's good. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Frozen's really good. Uh, okay, I have one last one, and out of all the ones I've watched today, this one is probably my favorite because I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since I've watched it, and I still don't know how to pronounce it. Um, but it is, I believe, it is an Indonesian movie directed by Yoko Anwar, or Joko Anwar, who also wrote and directed Satan's Slaves, which uh, they showed at the Sestium Fantastic Film Festival a couple years ago. Uh, it's also on Shudder. It's a great Conjuring-style haunted house horror movie uh so i was definitely interested to see what this director would come up with next 
And that movie is called Empetagor. Empetagor. Okay. Uh, do you guys know what I'm talking about? I-M-P-E-T-I-G-O-R-E. <laughs> I'm checking it out. I've never heard of this film, though, but it looks interesting. It looks yeah. pretty intense, actually. Yeah. So the synopsis is Maya with her best friend, Dini. This is Boozy. Pay attention to this one. Or do you, I'm you trying sneeze. to look it up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. It looks like... The way that your webcam is set up right now, Boozy, it looked like you were about to sneeze. <laughs> I, I just want everyone to know, don't Google Impedigo, because that is uh, a, a disease that looks like herpes. Oh, nice. So that's what I'm looking... How do you fucking pronounce or spell this? Okay, I'll do it one more... It's You could also just go to the Shutter app. I know you have access to my Shutter account. <laughs> it's I-M-P-E-T... I G O R E. Impedagor is what I'm. Okay, sure. Impedagor. Anyways, the synopsis. Oh, the synopsis. <laughs> Maya, Maya with her best friend Dini tries to survive in a city without a family. She realized that she might inherit a property from her rich family. Maya returns to the village with Dini and unaware of the danger was waiting for her. Okay, so that was written with horrible English, which I'll give it a pass since it is an Indonesian movie. Um, but this also, it stars. Uh, Tara Basro, who was also in, I believe, yeah, she was in Satan Slaves. She played Rini in Satan Slaves. Uh, really, really strong actress. I loved her in Satan Slaves and in this. I liked her even more in this movie. Uh, but man, this movie was just fucking wild. Uh, there's an amazing Texas Chainsaw homage at the near the end of the movie. But like in the opposite of Metamorphosis, this movie has one of the most bizarre endings I've seen in a very long time. And it's so fucking insane and memorable that it's it's also kind of a detriment to the movie because you leave the whole movie being like, I, I, I wasn't I, I want to watch it again because I wasn't sure I had to read up on a, like a couple of like theories on like what it's one of those movies that you're going to think about for a couple days afterwards, or at least I did. And uh, I thought it was just fucking crazy. Um, but so that's the only thing is that it, it suffers from a few of the same issues that Satan slaves did is it, it gets pretty ambitious with a lot of things and it doesn't, it, it doesn't spend a lot of time trying to clarify a lot of things that may be important to the viewer. Uh, but what it does do right is it just, it ratchets up scares like crazy. Um, there's an incredible, incredible amount of tension throughout almost this entire movie. Even though the opening involving a, it's like a parking booth is just so memorable and intense. And I don't know, I just fuck fuck the name of the movie. It's just a pretty rad Indonesian horror movie. I I really loved it and I'm will be very surprised if it's not on my top ten this year. This I really poster like looks really cool. Is it the one with the like someone crawling out of eyes? Uh, no, it's the one where the, they're like ripping skin off of a back it looks like it's like oh, a cartoonish yeah, that. that one looks cool oh man <laughs> there is some wild shit in this movie it is honestly i was <laughs> this the, the main poster for this is something okay so here's the thing i don't i don't i you take everything that i say with a grain of salt to an extent because you know that I, I like to get people excited for movies i like to be excited about movies don't expect this to be the best movie you're going to see this year. I just thought it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. So I want to plant my flag down and say I thought it was a wicked movie. But um, I also haven't said that much about it. So if you, we, I know we, we haven't figured out what we're going to do next week for a one-off episode. We'll talk after this, but this is a possibility for me. I'd be more than happy to revisit this if you guys are interested in seeing it. Yeah, uh, but we'll talk afterwards. Cool. 
I always like doing like when we do one-offs, like we did the beach house that's available on Shutter. Give, get, do something that everyone has access to. Yeah, like stay alive. Yeah, exactly. Stay or al- stepfather three. Yeah, we got to do a we got to do a stepfather trilogy. I would love that, and everyone can watch it with us because it's on Tubi, and Tubi's free. It, yeah, do you absolutely. think the trilogy is one of those things where we could like bang them all out for one episode, or do we dedicate? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Just asking. Yes. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. No. <laughs> No, we definitely could. But uh, yeah, that's everything that I've checked out this week. So uh, that's a lot of stuff. I've watched a lot of stuff and uh, hope you guys... You, uh, you really pull up your britches and watch movies for us, you know? I don't... Like, I just I just started really taking advantage of my Shutter account this weekend. Like, I, everything that we clicked on, I was like, hey, we're on a roll with Shutter. Like, there's all these, like, uh, foreign movies that we haven't seen before just they're killing it so let's just keep uh, yeah it going. even from when we like way back when we had like our promo codes codes for them they've gotten so much bigger since then like i remember Man, shutter, shutter yeah shutter it has like gotten grassroots. so much better yeah shutter has gotten so much it was, better it was something and yeah. we were all really excited for it but now is is definitely like it, it's filled out really well i, I oh, like totally. shutter a lot no. more it's, it's the they real just, deal to be honest yeah they're, and they're adding such a good mixture of like things that you can find on there like nina nina forever is another great mixture mm-hmm. uh, another great movie that's like so it's so different from anything else i talked about today uh but even but, like yeah. the ho- even like host like that's like the first totally. like it's like the first probably like film event of the year, I would say, to be honest. Yeah, Absolutely. and they're they're doing and really good with their premieres for stuff that they have exclusives for. I think it's they're doing a great job. Absolutely. And I think it's safe to say that like if it wasn't for Shutter, host would not be like the horror phenomenon that it is right now. Right. Like, no. Everyone's and watching it right now because of that. One thing I forgot to mention last week when we were talking about host was just like we did kind of briefly mention it, like in terms of the runtime, like it's like not even an hour, it's like under it right under an hour. I'm like really stoked to like see more films in that length. Like if I want that to be a trend, I don't like because think about how many like anthology series there are where there's one their episodes are about an hour anyways. Like you can consider that a standalone film if you want to. Well, so think and in, in the same vein, think about how many anthology movies you've seen where like three of the segments suck. Right. Absolutely. Take those, yeah. take those out and just have like you know a couple totally. like oh man, I'm so down for short form horror. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Uh, except for whatever that one that people want, they want to watch you. They want you to watch it on your phone. Fuck that up. And Quib- the, like, Quibi? yeah, Quibi, Quibi. Yeah, Sam Sam Raimi is like one of the guys who's like promoting the know, shit out of man. that. I don't Sam know what Raimi's to think like, about he's that. a hero of mine. He has he has a show on there. Like the fact that there's a new Sam Raimi show out and I haven't seen it. It's is, supposed to be good, actually. I was I was yeah, reading. but I'm not gonna watch some bullshit on my phone. <laughs> Fuck that. But it's, I don't know. That's I haven't checked it out yet, so I'm not going to talk shit on it just yet. But, <laughs> but if, That's for Pornhub and the WAP video. The WAP. So did you guys watch the WAP video? Duh. Who hasn't? Yeah. All right. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. That's the, besides host. That's the it's, other film event of the year. Yeah. It's, so like, Kyle, it's like Backpack Kid. Kyle, what do you guy? take away from the lyrics? If you don't, if, if you don't hang, then you can't bang. Um, it's sort of like, you know, when you're trying to figure out how socialization works in different communities, Uh you have to make a really good effort to understand that everyone has a place in every, uh, you know, part of the world. And if you are there to hang, then you really should make it known. And if you're able to sort of, uh, elicit that kind of response correctly and positively, then you definitely can bang. (gasps) All right. So it has nothing to do with deck size. 
Oh, it has everything to do with dick size. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, do you guys want to get on to our main feature? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back with Eduardo Sanchez. Is exists. When was the last time you felt the tender touch of a woman? Uh, Brian just needs to be touched by another human being. Oh, me and Brian said sex life alone. Me and Brian alone! <laughs> you ladies gonna get down next? Whoa! <laughs> I don't we got it. We are officially in un-GPS territory. Look. Yeah. Rolling deep in the woods. Bro, your uncle has a cabin out here. <laughs> yeah, dude. Is that it? Yeah. Seriously. Trust me, guys, it looks a lot better in the daylight. You gotta be kidding me, man. Ew. I went out and I bought one of these bad boys. We're gonna have the best YouTube video ever. Looks like a little love walk going on. I shouldn't be shooting this. What the hell was that? There's something over there! And he ran across that ridge right there. Hello? Let's go back. <gasps> I think we did something to him. So no one knows we're here? No. What are you doing? I got some GoPros set up. If anything moves up in here, Brian Tober's gonna catch it. What is that? Shut up. Oh Get the lights! Get the lights! Get the lights! There's no credible documented cases of a Sasquatch attack. Shut up about a Sasquatch. It's okay, there's nothing out here. Uncle Bob! Uh, it's sorry, Matt! We're at the cabin! final main feature of the Squatch series, Squatch season. Uh, we are talking about Exists from 2014. Exists was directed by Eduardo Sanchez, and it was written by Jamie Nash and Eduardo Sanchez. Uh, so Eduardo Sanchez, uh, as far as I'm concerned, has uh, received a Lifetime Achievement Award in my books for the Blair Witch Project. Yes. Um, so I, I think I can. it's safe to say that we're all fans of the Blair Witch Project here. Kyle, actually, I'm not sure on your opinion on that. Oh, I fuck heavy. Even the sequel. Not so bad. Book of Shadows? Eat, eat, eat an asshole is what oh. I, yeah. Hear me yeah. out. The movie's terrible, but it's so funny. It's so bad. Yeah, okay, I'll go with that. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of Blair Witch Project. I'm also a big fan of Altered and Lovely Molly, which I know Boozy's a big fan of Lovely Molly. Um, which were both Hell yeah. Right, they yeah. were, uh, which both of, all three of the movies exists, Altered and Lovely Molly, were all written by Jamie Nash. Uh, but we are here today to talk about Exists. Uh, so this is a Sasquatch movie that came out in 2014. And the synopsis is a group of friends who venture into the remote Texas woods for a party weekend, find themselves stalked by Bigfoot. Uh, so this is another movie that is on shutter right now and it stars a bunch of fodder. So like, I, I don't feel like I need to say even who the actors are in this movie. The only one of note that I can see is Dora Madison, who was also in bliss from 2019, which I talked about last year. 
I also specifically talked about how not liking her yeah. <laughs> in Bliss. Um, so she's in this movie as well. She's also in Dexter. She plays Mizuka's daughter. Right. Um, she's also she's in Friday Night Lights. She Kyle. plays Becky Sproles. Kyle. You think I was going to forget that? You think I oh, was going to forget to I, tell I, the people I, I, that she was in Friday Night Lights as Becky Sproles? Well, she was also in v- VFW. Or Sorry. Yeah, that came out. V- VFW. Sorry, VFW. She was in that as well. Yeah, correct. All right, so uh, I guess we can just start. What We will do a spoiler warning for this, so if anyone decides that they want to check this thing out for themselves, uh, if you don't have a Shutter account, I'm pretty sure you can just you get a free month or whatever, just start you out, and then you'll be hooked from there. Uh, but it is available there, so I guess we can just... Let's just talk openly about our general thoughts about the movie, first and foremost, and then we'll get into spoilers. Who wants to lead it off? Should I? I, I can go first. I will start it off here. Um, you know, this... Uh... This film I'm kind of torn on to, be, to some extent. Like I, I'm not sure if like if it totally works or if it just doesn't really hit the mark. It does have a lot of uh, exciting moments. Like there's parts of this film that I found to be really entertaining, but it is kind of dull at times, in my opinion, just because I've seen this a lot elsewhere before. Um, not necessarily in a Sasquatch film, but in like a lot of other horror films. When I when the f- film first opened up, I couldn't help but like immediately compare it to Willow Creek, just because it just you know it was a modern take, um, or a, like a newish film. Sorry, in the past ten years or so, uh, you know, found footage style. Um, but I was kind of excited to see it at the same time because you know it's Eduardo Sanchez doing a found footage film. Like I mean, not necessarily in the style of Blood or Witch exactly, but you know, close enough, I guess. Or it's. You know, it has found ev- footage elements. Yeah, it's an evolution of that. Fair enough. Like that's that's kind of exciting. Like I mean, he the Matt, the guy's a godfather. He's a pioneer of this shit. Like that's you, yeah, we'll never take that away from him. And never should we. But I don't know. It's it's a little muddled. I don't really know if there's anything I totally hate about this movie. But I would be hard pressed to say if there's anything I love about it. At the same time, um, I think there's just some stuff that generally works and some stuff that just kind of generally doesn't. Um, as a Bigfoot movie goes, though, I kind of fucked with the Bigfoot stuff in this movie, believe it or not. Like, I, I think that is probably what this movie has going for it the, in, in the best way possible. I think there was a good idea here, but it's just kind of muddled around a lot of cliches, unfortunately. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Mm. You want me to go, Boozy? No, I want to I hop in on this. Um, the first thing I'll say is, yeah, it, it's it's definitely a mixture of found footage which is kind of fun it gives you a little bit of extra elements i don't know if it always uses it the best way in this film it's actually very funny you see a lot of this stuff you can see basically the ideas for the 2016 blair witch from this of them setting up the the items to show you like all the different camera stuff that's going to go on which you know that's that's his bread and butter which i'll agree with um and I, i think he does a good job of uh, adding different ways to do it. I mean, there is, you know, you're kind of limited, but I think trying different stuff always helps. Um, yeah, you're right. Like none of these characters are relatable or, um, that really have any redeeming qualities. And it's, it's funny as the movie goes on, it kind of seems like they even treat each other that way. It, it seems like kind of the loss of life isn't a huge deal to them. And I understand it's supposed to be like, 
a survival element. It just it just kind of feels like they care about the characters as much as we do as an audience. Um, I, I will say, um, maybe it's a little bit weird to say, but I, I think if you want to get someone into Sasquatch movies, I think this is probably one of the best options. It's not super vague. It's, you know, like I, I find exists. No, not sorry, not exists. Uh, Willow Creek, to be fairly vague, honestly, like towards the ending and, and kind of what's going on. Whereas this movie, it gives you everything. It, it, it definitely shows a ton and that's not always a great thing but i think it was cool it's very ambitious they go a lot of places they're not just stuck in one area which i appreciate but uh yeah really unlikable characters especially the guy who had the gopro with him for most of the oh time God, yeah. the cameraman yeah. yeah when they were they were like hiding under a log at one point and he just lights a joint like he's like terrified but he just lights a joint after telling somebody he's like hey it's a bummer that your like husband or boyfriend died and then just lights a joint comedy yeah he's like he's like the tj miller in this film you know yeah yeah like in cloverfield yeah, kinda. yeah. honestly i was thinking yeah, cloverfield, cloverfield and underwater time. Yeah, he's. It, that's the thing is. Uh, you, so you guys have both nailed everything that I would say about this movie, and that's. But like, where where I'll start out is that this is essentially a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Like, it's got the bones yeah, of a Friday, the bones right. and the skeleton yeah. of a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's even it it it's set up almost identical to like Jason Lives, aside from like the cool opening of Jason Lives. But it's but at this time it's Sasquatch, and um, like Boozy said. As far, like and actually tying back to the last episode when I asked you guys that question is like why is it so hard to make a good Sasquatch movie? I with hesitation I say unfortunately this is one of the better options. Like as much as I think there is tons of problems with this movie, but if you don't take it too seriously, it has a like tons of stuff to enjoy when it comes to actual Sasquatch encounters. I think all of the stuff with Sasquatch is awesome in this movie. Yeah. But yeah. every everything without Sasquatch is fucking terrible. Like it's it's actually kind of a struggle. Like man, the opening the opening in this movie feels like it was directed by Tommy Wiseau. It feels like it was directed by so, Tommy Wiseau. It is so strange, right? It's like comp- very over dramatic and like yeah. the score is like a beautiful score, but it like doesn't fit the tone of the what's happening at all. No, it's yeah. and like and it's not like the rest of the film is like very dreary either. If anything, it has like thrilling elements. It's like exciting. Like it's kind of trying to sort of you know get your blood pumping a little bit. It's not really like I don't know. It's it, there's not a lot of um terror or like melancholy. It's more of just like holy shit. There's a bigfoot in the woods. Let's get out of here. <laughs> like yeah, I don't know it. It, it it's muddled that way, man. Like, yeah, I'm with you guys totally. I think the I think this the Bigfoot stuff in here is awesome, and I actually really like the look of the Bigfoot. To be the honest, design's wicked, and you got to appreciate. Like, uh, I guess well, would that be considered a spoiler? I get like I, if anything, I think if I if I hadn't seen this movie, I would especially after watching Willow Creek. If anyone's out there listening and watched Willow Creek on our recommendation and was maybe a little bit bummed out by the fact that they didn't see much Bigfoot or any. Um, you can rest assured you will see a lot of Bigfoot in this movie. You get a like you get to examine the fucking thing. And you don't I see think his dick though. I, I we didn't get time to examine his dick, which I feel as a cryptozoologist, we need that info. It, it could answer a lot of questions. 
Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot good. of unanswered questions. Like, for, for example, we're also we're dealing with another. Uh, that's something that's in spoilers. Let's we'll talk well, about. Put a pin in just, that. Put put a, put a pin in spoilers? that. Spoilers. We will, but I just want to a couple things before is like this movie though it is guilty of like pretty much knocking off every single horror trope and cliche that you can think of. Pretty much every single one of those makes its way into this movie. And like Boozy said, the characters are very unlikable. But at the same time, we are talking about a horror movie here. And we're talking about, like, it's not like this is trying to be the shining, like the Stanley Kubrick's The Shining or, like, you know, It Follows or some, like, it's not trying to be Midsummer the Witch. I don't know. I'm just trying but, to. Yeah, make- but as a basis of making films, you want to have at least one character you can relate to, or it makes it a hard watch. Yeah, but that's the thing is that the movie gives you so much else. It gives you so much more of something else. Like it, like you get all the Sasquatch stuff. There's so much of it in this movie mm-hmm. that by the time, by the time the Squatch stuff starts happening, you don't even care about that stuff. You, and you, you just want to see these characters die in brutal ways, and they do. And uh, for the most part, I think that's all the most successful parts of the movie. Uh, but like, like you also mentioned, that annoying cameraman who is supposed to be the comedic relief. But instead, he's just irritating. Oh. Like, that, but that's such a trope that needs to fucking die. Like, it's like the whole scene of him, like, felt like the. I get that a question that everyone always has when it comes to found footage movies, which this movie did not need the scene. But the scene that annoyed me was where he goes out into the forest and he's just like talking to himself and just like kind of. I hated like, that. It's just pointless. Like, there's just. It, it's meant to obviously ratchet up tension, but mm-hmm. there's going to be no tension. When this guy's just irritating everyone, I oh, think there's he, better ways to go about so it. So bad. Yeah. Well, there definitely is better ways to do it. Like the, the fact that there is none, like not a single character to like in this movie isn't necessarily the only issue with that. The issue with no, it is be- because of that, I couldn't really even enjoy the Bigfoot stuff as much as I wanted to. Like it was cool visually and cool, interesting. Interestingly. Yeah. Beyond that, like I wasn't like worried for the characters as to what was happening to them. I could care less if they all died. In fact, I, I wanted them all to die. And then meanwhile, there was no conflict on the other side. Like maybe I felt for Bigfoot for some reason. I I mean they try to kind of mend an element of that, but that was so like an after I feel like an afterthought, if anything. Totally. Yeah. And by the by the time that comes in, it's too little too late. Like you couldn't yeah. care less. And yeah, so like that's what's separating this movie from being great, you know? Like it they could they, be great though. Like if this yeah. had like if this script had like a second or third draft, you know, something could be there, but yeah, it, it yeah, yeah, I don't I know. think it's I, I think it also could be that a lot of people just don't have faith in this story. They don't have faith in people taking the Bigfoot story seriously, which is a shame because well, it could it could be so great. It really could. And like this movie like the way they handled the Bigfoot stuff is kind of how I imagine you should handle a Bigfoot film. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they spend a lot of time on that, but just didn't give a fuck about anything else. Like yeah. that's kind of how it feels. It's just, it, it's at the end of the day, it's a pseudo found footage Friday, the 13th movie, but instead of Jason, it's a Sasquatch and he runs. <laughs> so if that sounds kind of cool to run. you, if that sounds kind of <laughs> cool to you, there's definitely fun to be had with exists. But yeah. it's not a it's not a great movie. But it's I a think super there's some genuinely scary stuff in this movie too. There, oh yeah, there, yeah. Uh, I, one one that I specifically want to talk about involving uh, it just went Sasquatch is breaking down the door. It's so uh, I love yeah, that scene. Yeah. That scene is awesome. Uh, I thought that was wicked. But I don't know. Overall, I I still say if you're if you're with us this long, if you've listened to all three episodes and you're kind of interested in Bigfoot at all, 
this is definitely one that you got to check out. Like it, take a look at it. It's not, it's not anything that's going to rock your socks off, but it's a, uh, it's a pretty cool. Sasquatch I, I think movie. as far as Sasquatch movies you have to go, battle this, is some like shit, top, this is some top tier stuff, which is unfortunate. <laughs> well, I, I, I would agree that like, if you want to get your Squatch fix, you're definitely going to get it here. But I do think that something like Willow Creek is a better film overall. And you still get, you still get some Squatch in there. I agree 100%. And that's the thing, though, man, is that uh, when you were talking about last episode, why people hate Willow Creek so much. Actually, when um, the, this this reminded me, this film was one of the reasons why like people always compare Willow Creek and Exist because they came out within a year of each other. Right. So yeah. people always, these are these are two and they couldn't be di- more different films like they're completely different movies. Um, so if you're someone who really didn't like that, you didn't get much of a payoff or you know, in my opinion, the Willow Creek payoff is awesome. I love the ending of that movie. Um, I love like the last yeah, same here. I just love that movie. Um, but for people who are kind of left cold because they didn't get their actual squash fix, this is probably what you were looking for. You were looking for yeah. exists. This is your hookup. Yeah. And no one was looking for legend of Boggy Creek. I was just going to say, I think I would maybe watch Boggy Creek before I'd watch this again. Fuck really? Off. No so way. this is this is the bottom for you out of the three. Yeah, this is my least favorite for sure. Wow. It seemed like I, you were actually saying nice things about it. Well, say that, it's, okay, like, that, Boggy Creek was bad. I watched. It's because it he's a hipster now. fuck. Well, I, I watched it three times. I'll get a Huawei just, phone while I'm at it, but like Huawei. Sorry, Huawei. I don't know, man. Like Boggy Creek is just like an anomaly. I feel like I can't fully hate on that movie. It's like so fucking unique, even though it is bad. A lot of it is bad, but this is just. It is just mostly bad filmmaking, in my opinion. But I do think that the Sasquatch shit is awesome. So, like I said, off the off the top, I'm torn on this a bit, to be honest. Yeah. So I don't... All right. Well, let's get into spoilers then. So, I definitely say check it out on Shutter. Uh, I think. Yeah. Losing. I think I still I still think this is a decent movie. This is like my third time seeing it. Yeah. I still think it's good. Kyle, should people just watch the WAP video again, or should they watch Exist? I would I would watch Willow Creek and then right when they're about to bone, watch the WAP video and then keep watching Willow Creek. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good good pick. All right. Now we're talking about spoilers. Let's get into spoilers. So yeah. Man, <laughs> that opening is uh the opening's pretty rough. Uh Shudder didn't have the option of having subtitles. I don't know about you guys, but I actually like watching I watch every movie with subtitles on. I've mentioned that many times on the show, but I like because that way I don't I don't miss a word and I don't right. miss a plot point. I, I really like watching movies with su- subtitles. So it was pretty annoying for me to have to turn it up really loud to listen to these chaches whisper. Because there's a lot of whispering in this movie. And fuck are all these guys chaches. Like they're next level chaches. Which is something that I'm not bitching about it. Because we are talking about like in in a sense it's a slasher horror movie to an extent. But you know, you gotta have at least one. You gotta have one character. Like this actually I, reminded I, me a little bit of House of Wax. The remake. A little yeah. bit. And but at least in that, like you have like Alicia Cuthbert who's like kind of holding it down. And you're kind of like, okay, like she has a soul. That's cool. But like in this movie, there's none of that. And I don't know, man. Chach is definitely the right way to put it. Except what about the cameraman wearing a Daniel Johnston shirt? Did you notice that? That shit pissed me off, man. Do you know about Daniel Johnston? Of course I do. I got the devil Daniel Johnston right over here. Oh, really? It's one of my favorite docs. 
It's a great documentary. If anyone hasn't seen The Devil and Daniel Johnston, that's a great documentary. The man just but, passed uh, away too recently. Rest in peace. Yep. Yeah, rest in peace. So, But the cameraman is, he's basically just saying, hey guys, I am a 90s version of a hipster. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's the whole, the whole like found footage or like, I don't even know. What do we want to call it? Found footage? Like, what, what would we say? Like, found footage-esque? Like, I don't That's know. That's the other thing that annoys me about the movie, though, is that, like, they pr- it kind of feels like they only did the found footage moments so that those scenes could be cheaper, which obviously that's what they did. Like, well, it, even, like, and they the, could get away with more by having Even, like, the GoPro footage. stuff, like, was probably cool in 2014, but, like, that shit's kind of dated now. It just looks like a YouTube video, which they allude to, and it just kind of reminds you of, like, that shit got played out. Drone vi- footage got played out eventually too. Like those kind of gimmicky things. Yeah. Like they don't always work. The only time the GoPro stuff honestly worked for me is when they took like a ten minute break just to do like cool tricks off a cliff that I thought was fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. I kind this, of liked that. I just wanted to watch more of that for a while. <laughs> yeah, the movie did look like a blast to make. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it looked like, it looked oh, like yeah, they totally. had a ton of fun making this movie. Which yeah, uh, I think you're right. Good for them. I mean, that's a, that's something, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. Like when the, when the camera is like, it's, I hate to like the, I don't know. It just takes me out of the movie. It doesn't make me hate the movie more, but it takes me out when like, it's supposed to be like a found footage type film. But then like at the end of the movie, the camera is like on the ground. No one is holding it. No one is touching it. There's literally no, one no has found the footage. Yeah, No one has found the footage, but there is still like YouTube style jump cuts of footage of Squatch messing around. And it's like, right. that really takes me out because like, at least when it's like TJ fucking Miller holding the camera, I can like, at least have an idea of like, it's his point of view. It's how he's seeing this event. But when it's just the camera laying on the ground, I don't know. It feels like a crutch and it doesn't, really work i feel like this movie would maybe be better if it wasn't found footage if i'm being completely honest i i'm 100 with you i think that that the found footage element of this movie is a detriment to the whole thing and that's like first of all imagine the fucking psychopath who records himself this much (laughs) (laughs) i mean it kind of seems like this guy to be fair yeah like he is just a fucking psychopath but like the movie didn't need it, I don't think, but they so obviously were like, that was the hot ticket item at the time, like 2014, everyone was still trying to, every studio was like, everything needs to be found footage because it's cheaper, whatever, it's popular, paranormal activity movies. But it's even, it's even more of like a sadness because it's coming from the godfather of it all. Like you'd think he'd have something new to bring to the table. I, I don't know. Well, that's, that's why I personally like i don't know that's why i i find altered so much more impressive than this because it's him taking a jab at something like but blair Witch project was such a like one in a million thing like the the fact that that movie worked as well as well as it did and still does is just like it's kind of a miracle don't try yeah, and replicate it's, it's, that. it's lightning in a bottle you'll never yeah. experience anything like that ever again yeah, and that's why, honestly, even I, I would have been, like, when uh, Adam Wingard remade, like, Blair Witch in 2016 there, like or made the sequel, I, I would have been way more interested if it wasn't found footage. It's been that long? It's been four years? Yeah, man. Jeez. That was the first Terror Table episode. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Huge. But, uh, I don't the the things that I did, I just, my, all, all of my positives that I have to say about this movie lay in the Sasquatch. And like, I think the sounds that the Sasquatch makes in this movie. Oh, so good. Is the sound design awesome. is great. I like, yeah, that. he's, it's true. He, it yeah. sounds, it sounds rabid and vicious. Like that's, that's what I like so much about it. And there's and some it's ruthless, man. This yeah. watch is holds. No, like it's not holding anything back. 
Totally. And that kind of leads that me to a question. That kind of the story, honestly. Yeah. And it kind of leads me to a question for you guys is how do you guys feel about, I know, Kyle, you previously said that you don't necessarily fuck with Squatch lore. Um, but now that you're kind of a little bit more well-versed in this, how do you feel about your Sasquatch throwing bikes and garbage cans at the house? Because well, I, I love that scene. This is easily the best Squatch I've seen in film, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. in all fairness, that's not a lot of examples to pick from. Yeah. But um, I think this is definitely on the right track. Like like you mentioned, you, sort of you asked us near the end of the show last week, Mitch, like, what do we need to get a good Squatch film? And I, I think this is on the right track. I think if you were to mix like the heart and like interesting character developments of something like Willow Creek with this, you would get a fucking good movie. I think yeah. they're like... Um, you know, Willow Creek, it wasn't perfect either. I'm making it sound like it's like the best Squatch movie ever made. It had its flaws, but it was just a more likable experience overall. In terms of the Squatch stuff here, though, man, like the fact that it really like it had so much energy and a lot of charisma for, you know, no dialogue. That was really, yeah, really it made well it, executed. It made it more of a character and less of a roadblock, which I, I really liked. Oh, I also noted, I think this could be, I think I saw a Boggy Creek homage also. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Where like did... when uh, when the when they when the whole gang first sees Squatch, it's through the window, which is the same way the family right. sees Squatch right. in uh, yeah, 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 Boggy yeah. Creek. Yeah, that's true. There's probably and more. That was just one I noticed. The other thing that I like about this Sasquatch uh, interpretation, <clears throat> interpretation is that Eduardo Sanchez, he's been known to be, he's a crazy obsessive Star Wars fan and a collector. Like he, he's featured in some Star Wars documentaries that I've seen. And like a couple that I like, I own copies of these documentaries and he's in them because his collection is fucking insane. And I can't help but see this as his like evil Wookiee movie. Like, cause the, the Squatch does kind of look like a Wookiee. So like I, I like its look. I don't know. I, I, no, I like I, the look that's, too. that's nothing but positive. I love and it. It's funny, right? Because like I feel like the Halloween costume look of a Sasquatch is like a really like cheesy sort of um, interpretation of it. This though is kind of like almost in that realm, but feels like a beast and like an actual animal and a creature. Mm-hmm. And it it kind of it, it makes it feel familiar while still being like kind of you know fearing the unknown. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what's cool about it. Speaking of familiar, uh, one minor gripe that I had that I don't know if it's minor or whatever, but it it did take me out of the movie. But uh, there's a scene that's like directly lifted from the Blair Witch Project in this movie. And that's the scene where like um, they're chasing after the friend, their friend, uh, the sound of their friend Matt screaming, which is like leading up to the climax of the original Blair Witch Project. And I just thought that. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I don't know. I I was kind of like, really? Like. No, but that that led up to a, a really good scene in the uh, the Sasquatch den. I guess it would be. Yeah, I thought that. Was, I liked that. That, led to that a was great a sick scene. That was awesome. Yeah. No, it is. It's it's cool, but I just kind of feel like there's got to be a, there's got to be another way. But at the same time, he could be like, yeah, it's a homage to uh, you know that famous movie that I made that popped off a couple like a while ago. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I I think. I think like the Blair Witch influence 
it's there in any found footage film, so it's definitely here in this, just inherently, I guess. Dude, that's not even an influence. That's a direct scene, and like you well, know, it's the, it's the man who made it. It's the man who made it. That's what I'm trying to get at, and I guess because of that, I I don't feel like that's like a huge offense, but it could come off as like a pompous or pretentious, I guess. But I don't know, man. It's like it's one of those things where, as I was watching this movie, and as it progressed, like it would always kind of take me in and take me out. Not, sorry, not the found footage specifically, just the movie in general. It'd be kind of like, oh, fuck, I have to wait around five minutes with these guys talking. Oh, shit, Squatch is throwing bikes. This is getting right. good. Oh, uh, now I'm kind of back sh- here. If we showed you this movie first, do you feel like that would be, like, if someone was watching for the first time, they would understand by the end the idea of what Sasquatch is and probably, like, a decent amount of kind of the lore? I feel, I feel I feel like it hits like everything, even up to the like the guy finding the footprint. I feel like it does a lot of that shit. Yeah, the it's rock, a, it's a pretty success. It's a, it's definitely a successful Bigfoot film. If I'm being honest with you, I still think Willow Creek does a better job of that because even someone maybe call it like an exposition dump, but the film literally takes time to like explain the lore to the viewer. Like, oh, this is what like a whooping call is, and this is what yeah. knocking is, and like. I have no fucking idea what any of that stuff is besides you guys mentioning it to me and asking me every week if I know what it is. And I always tell you I don't. But thanks to Willow Creek, I now do. And I mean, yeah, sure, I guess that stuff is in this film too. So, like, I mean, it's evident. It's a part of the lore, I guess. I don't think it does anything special with it, though, if I'm being completely no, honest. No, I, I think actually Willow Creek is better in that sense because, like, that that takes – it's <clears throat> it's a lot more um, – it's about the lore rather than rather than like adding to Sasquatch. Exactly. Canon. I think I think there like there's a lot of like the Sasquatch lore in exists that would just kind of go under people that would fly under over people's under people's radar uh, because so much is happening in exists. Like it's it's just a fun exists is just a fun slasher movie to an extent, you're but totally, with a Bigfoot. You're totally that's right, all, Mitch. Yeah, that's so all it is. Up, and since you brought up Friday the Thirteenth, that's all I can think about. This literally is a Friday the Thirteenth movie, and that's not a bad thing. I know I have a lot of criticisms about this film. I still think I would recommend checking it out. I don't think it's a complete stinker. I think if you want to get your Sasquatch fix, you're not really going to go wrong here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the better options. I think it's one of the better options, and if anything, it makes me optimistic to be honest. Because last week when we were trying to think of like how. A, good Sasquatch film could be made and if it's even possible like we weren't terribly optimistic uh, but with something like this that does make me think like there are people out there that you know are thinking in the right direction but I don't know uh, I think I think something like this is special in its own way and I, I think the design is huge the design is huge yeah absolutely well yeah this is it's a it's a fun movie it's worth checking out definitely uh if you did come on this trip with us let us know what you thought about exists let us know what you thought about any of these movies send us a message to the terror table at gmail.com you can also check us out on our website at www.theterrortable.com there's a direct link there where you can message us right to our email so visit us there follow us on instagram facebook and twitter and uh i guess yeah it Follow us on all those uh, platforms if you want to know what we got coming up next week because it's going to be something uh, something exciting. We'll talk once we get off air here and we'll we'll figure something out and then we'll also plan out our next series of films. But thank you guys for listening to the Terror Table. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? I, I I have a quick thing, Kyle. I don't know about you. Hit me up. Yeah, hit me up. Okay, so I was uh, stumbling around on Instagram. I was kind of looking through like the Discover thing. 
Yep. Um, and uh, th- this story is going to go nowhere for you guys, but let me just go with it. Um, I'm ready. So there is like a weird subsect of uh, Jason and Michael uh, anime slash romance thing. I've seen a couple of these. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It started off with the Michael Myers stuff, which I'm like, nah, I don't really want a, an anime Michael Myers. So I continued, and then I saw the Jason, and I was like, yeah, whatever. And and then they started kissing. So I guess what I'm saying is the search thing on Instagram is very misleading. It can take you to weird places, and I don't co-sign with the anime Michael Myers. Don't do that. Sounds kind of hot to me, honestly. Yeah. Sounds and that, humble. that's how I want to end the episode with that strange hot take. All right. Yeah, that's uh that's that's a way to end it. That's, uh... <laughs> Do All we right, guys should we maybe before we end, should we list off what our favorite film of, Sa- of Squatch Week was? I think we should do that. Sure. What do you think? Exists what was your favorite? is number one, I feel like, all the way around. Understood. Mitch but for you, uh Willow Creek, hands down. Or, I'm sorry, going... Willow Creek. Sorry, I, I meant Willow Creek. Oh, Okay. Oh, well, you're, are you Willow Creek as well, Boozy? Yeah, I think that one's the best one. Oh, I'm a little surprised. Yeah. And then Exists, and then Boggy Creek. And yeah, I've I'm with Boggy you there. Boggy Creek three times, and I still don't understand it. <laughs> you see, Kyle saw an homage, apparently. <laughs> the more I think about Boggy Creek, the more I'm like, all right, I think I fuck with Boggy Creek. <laughs> of course. Because you don't have to watch it anymore. It's like, uh, it's just like kind of breezy, you know, it's like a breezy Sunday movie. I think I said that already, but yeah. also yeah, last I, thing- I, I would, I would go, I'd go Willow Creek, Boggy Creek <laughs> then exists. Wow. Yeah. Also, yeah. What, one thing we didn't mention about exists that, that I thought was really dope, which is this, this is actually a very important thing, but I know, uh, uh, Boozy's phone's about to, <laughs> about to die. So we gotta, we gotta, sorry, uh, four minutes. Okay. Uh, I love the idea of the how these people come across Bigfoot is they run over its baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's That's actually, pretty fucking tight. There's a Sasquatch movie from tw- 2003, I think. Lance Hendrickson's in it. I believe it's called Sasquatch or also, alternatively, The Untold um, that does basically the same thing, but I'm pretty sure it's with an airplane. It's, but oh. it's like basically the same idea. I don't know. I, I remember watching that movie like a million years ago. So it's a, like that scene in the, the first Avenger where fucking Captain America throws someone through a pro- plane propeller and they explode. That checks out. I, yeah. I haven't seen yep. it. Sure, sure. Um, I but think, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I, are we down for running over baby Sasquatches? Or? No, man. Keep them. No. Keep them. Keep them yeah. around. I think if you're the type of psycho motherfuckers who show up to your cabin at midnight in the darkness and like that's when you want to show up then you're looking for a bad time and you deserve to be killed by bigfoot i can't stand people who travel after work it makes like, no book. sense to me. <laughs> book, it makes book, no yeah, sense fuck book you the guys. day off like, how dare you work or, if it's a weekend like leave in the morning like why are you showing up at midnight that's so stupid speaking of which i i also didn't bring up how there's uh, there's always that one fucking guy who has to size up the the bad guy how about that that scene with the the one dude just like calling out bigfoot being like yeah. you kill my friends come come on motherfucker come on that trope's gotta die it's that gotta go bad it's, it's that was go. not a good luck no i agree no. <laughs> it's like bruh bruh you're about to get your whap fucking destroyed by bigfoot <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll see you next week on the terror table take care bye